Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Boys Love Mariah. I am your host, Frankie. And it is me, I am Huey, the elusive black butterfly. Yes. Today we have a very special guest. I'm so excited to have him on. Me too. And our first one ever. Oh our my god. First guest of the of the show. Um, I've worked with him on his podcast, the Outline Podcast, and he's also been on What About Your Friends. Everybody say and hi I've to Kevin Dwayne. Yes. <gasps> oh my god. I didn't realize I was the first guest. Mm. Wow. Mm. Thank you. Like that's every I, I'm honored. Like, thank you. I'm happy to be here even more now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to have you. Tell everybody who who you are, where they can find you, what you be doing in these podcast streets and all of that. Oh, uh, well, my name is Kevin Dwayne. As you guys all said, I am a podcaster, host of the Outline Podcast. Um, a former YouTuber, but I feel like I'll be revisiting that soon. We'll talk more about that later. Um, I'm also a photographer from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, well, that's where I currently live. And I just like to joke and, and I'm a big music lover, which is why I'm here. And he can also run very long distances in very <laughs> uh, good amounts of times. And he's very flexible. Uh, I do love yoga and running. See, listen, I'm glad you guys. <laughs> Thank you for plugging that. Thank you. you yes, I do. You're welcome. Right. I do love yoga and running. Thank you. <laughs> I am developing a love for running, and um, I might actually start my yoga stuff this week. Yes. Actually, no. Are you you doing it with Sensei Raven? I am. That is so. He actually mentioned that, and I was like, what? I just love how the podcast community kind of works together and so yes. i was really excited to hear that i'm actually excited to see your journey i am too because you know nigga trying to flex <laughs> listen <laughs> you'll get there raven is amazing he will he will challenge you so yes it's gonna be awesome i'm ready for it those are gonna be fun yeah yes. um, <laughs> so wait uh what how did you start youtubing and, and podcasting uh podcasting and everything well i crazy thing in april it will be 10 years since i did my first youtube video and that Shit. blows my mind right and so it started off i was a huge fan of b scott back in the day mm. and i used to love watching these videos and then i kind of had the same moment that most gay men have saying i could do this <laughs> and then i literally got a camera and just started recording and then as any creative will tell you life just kind of takes over you just start taking you just start doing more more um videos and whatnot and then that then blossomed into photography and after a while i got a little tired of doing video because visual is tough you know you have to be the producer yes. and do the lighting and then i didn't have enough clothes for all that you know people keep track of what you got on and i'm just like oh, yeah no this you is a lot me because i would oh wear the same shit in there just to piss people off right you that's my uniform i'm janelle monet what's the problem there you go right and so i got to a point where i was really enjoying podcasts and this was about three years ago and i was like you know what i'm gonna do a podcast next so that is where the outline podcast came from and i started doing that and been doing that since 2016 now mm -hmm. and oh that's when i started awesome. podcasting too hey see it's lit and then i've met so many great people like the ones i'm on this podcast with right now <laughs> and it's been great but i will be um revisiting video very soon too because mm -hmm. there's some cha some changes happening where i think video will be better suited oh and uh, body changes you trying to trying to flex trying to show off <laughs> well not so much but i'm going to be on the road a lot mm. and so i'm like it will probably be better to do visual because With your shirt just, off 
Sure. sure. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that works, too. Yeah, I know. I'm not afraid of any kind of uh, nudity. So. I was going to say, <laughs> thank let's, you. Let's not let's not pretend like Kevin isn't flexing on these Instagram streets because <laughs> no, no, he does. at least once a, once a year, we're seeing some cheek. We're seeing yes. some some thigh like yes. and Kevin annually just, Kevin's annually all has all the confidence in the world. And I want when I I want to be Kevin when I grow up. Same. <laughs> goals listen you just gotta go for it honestly just go for it but, but you know you know as a photographer everything is about the angles and the lighting and if i don't have a fucking gold light on me when i'm doing a new shoot it's it's not gonna happen yeah <laughs> you gotta have the gold like mariah yes <laughs> you already know you already snow yeah for sure but yeah now i'm all about body positivity and just living your best life i believe we're only here once mm-hmm. uh regardless of what your religious beliefs are what you think's gonna happen after we leave here i like to operate in the now so i'm going to do what i want and have a good time and also treat people very very well so that's how I like i'm not life. doing any new photo suits until i get an emmy and my late night talk show that works too <laughs> then it'll be and a huge explosion it. you'll break the internet i'm like <laughs> I'm here. I can do this now. Look at my titties. <laughs> <laughs> I know if I ever get famous, like the floodgates are going to open with everything that I've ever. <laughs> like It's going to be a Tumblr page or something. And it's going to be every nude I've ever since since the age of 18. And it's oh, going to be interesting. I'm going to own it. I'm like, yep, they were they were nice, right? That's what I'm going to say. They were nice, right? <laughs> no, it's certain ones. And I'm like, look, y'all, I know it's some bad. I will gladly send you. If you want to post my shit, I would rather you not. But can I just send you an updated one that's of quality before you send my rookie shits? Because right. man, I have a, I didn't I know what I was a... doing. <laughs> Self timer, what is that? Uh, composition, excuse me. Yeah. Well, luckily, I don't think I have any like bad bad news that actually made it to anybody. Thank God. But oh, I do sure. have a. I, I there's somebody I know that I've known for like 14 years, and it started off as me as us talking he still has a nude i sent him when i was like 19 oh wow and, okay, and occasionally he'd be like look what i got i was like really <laughs> like i mean hey it was nice though it was still nice i'm like listen it is what it is, <laughs> it is like, judging it is. by my fashions i'm pretty Man, sure i mean I, I was nude so <laughs> <laughs> the things that i like to put on my body i can only imagine the pictures i took without them on um <laughs> There's no class, no taste. There's... You know, just busting it wide open for the guy you like, you know? Oh, man. Well, <laughs> well. Speak, speaking of We've guys speaking of guys we like, we're not going to get into it too much, but um, a couple weeks ago, I came to the realization that Kevin actually knows one of my exes. <laughs> Bless it. Well, um, I don't know so if he, about the if word he knows of the him, knows him. Um, or he just knows him through, you know, through the, the social media. Yeah, I, I believe we, because we talked about that. I think it's just through social media. Okay. I don't think I've ever actually met them in person. Okay. Okay. Because I'm saying, because I think he lives near the area. So that's why I would, I would assume that it was probably like an in-person thing. Um, but yeah, that was very interesting. I've, I've, I've learned that this world is very, very small and especially within our podcast community. Mm-hmm. But that was very interesting. It don't take much. How long you been in Atlanta? I've been in Atlanta since June of 2012. So we could have ran into each other. I left Atlanta in 2013. Oh, really? Oh, nice. That's what's up. Yeah, I've been here for, yeah, almost seven years. That blows my mind. Sometimes I'm going to move back. 
it's 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 very interesting like my thing is i like it here i really do i'm comfortable but i also live you know i live in gwinnett so mm, i'm like really I'm not bougie at all. It's just it's what affordable rent is. <laughs> affordable rent, affordable housing. So, um, and I also, you know, want to live by myself. So mm. that's a big piece. Me and roommates don't really. I can't be asking permission to turn the thermostat up and down. That's just too Listen, much work. You can't. No. But you know, I'm, to, I'm good with the West End, man. It's, right. And then, grounds, but and, or, yeah, that's really, what's up. And then also, really, don't. I'm, I hated it. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I like it here. It's comfortable. Um, I realized when I, I went on a road trip with a friend like a couple years ago and we were driving back into town and we got back to Atlanta, it felt like home. It was like mm. that moment I was like, oh shit, this is home. Uh-huh. Like I, it, was, it wasn't because I'm from California. And so for the longest time, I would go back and be like, oh, this is home. But now I'm like, nah, like Georgia's home now. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Oh, if I come down there for homecoming, we going to make up. For sure, for sure. Go to the daiquiri factory or some shit. <laughs> Come through daiquiri factory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so what's the word of the week, Frankie? The word of the week is emblazoned. And basically that just means conspicuously inscribe or display a design on. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and use it in the verse real quick. You know, if anybody wants to provide any backing vocals, you are more than welcome. <clears throat> <laughs> Baby, can you feel me? Imagining I'm looking in your eyes, I can see you clearly, vividly blazing in my mind. And yeah, you're so far like a distant star. I wish you'd go tonight. I give my somebody hit it. Oh, <laughs> just one more night with you. Hey, come on. That's it. Listen, and that translates to give me that dick one more good time. Like, just one more good time. And I think I'll be made whole. I think I'll be okay. Such a song. We would definitely get into that. A little bit later, but let's go ahead and jump to the music box real quick. Alrighty, music box of the week. Should we let our guests go first? I was going to ask the same thing. Great minds think alike. Would you like to share three songs that you've been bumping on a regular? For sure. So uh, this week, it's been on rotation, is uh, Samote, uh, Let You Go, and uh, that's Thomas Backwards, if you can't understand what I'm saying, but he's super I did dope. not, but now I do. Yeah, it's it's Thomas backwards, but it's his name is Samote, and he has a song called "Let You Go." He has this really rich ass voice, and it's just it's unique to the point you're just like, oh my god! And so he has some really dope music, but "Let You Go" is the one of my favorites that I've been playing on repeat. Another artist is Isla I Y L A. Yes, oh, that's yeah. one of mine. Oh, I've been seeing on the timeline. Yeah, Juice is lit. Like that, actually, her EP is lit. It is. <laughs> that, that whole EP is so Flowers, good. Flowers, I was like, girl. Yeah, it's so good. So, yes, that went. She is what Iggy Azalea was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, but look, yeah, more. That's exactly it. And kind of a little bit of Jess Glenn, too. Ooh, okay. Like okay. that hair color, that hair color and the look. And I'm just like, okay, soul. But she's wool swaggy. Like, yeah. and her video, her visuals. My God. And then my third song is a throwback is Stacey Rico, I promise. Oh, I haven't heard that name in eons. <laughs> yeah, but Stacey Rico was my girl, man. <laughs> so 
about that BuzzFeed article about how you know you're gay. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw that on Facebook. <laughs> Stacey Rico was in your list. Yep. Stacey Rico was my girl. JoJo was on there. Um, oh, bless it. Oh, man. We all were bumping that JoJo album. <laughs> Can oh, somebody explain to me? There we go. Hey. And then, I mean, even the re-recorded ones are swaggy as fuck. Listen, so like, listen. JoJo, your life. Use my yeah, shoulder, homeboy. Oh! Come on. Yes. Don't get me started. Don't my get me ex started. Is a stand, and I didn't, and I didn't realize it until actually when I said I went on a road trip. That was for JoJo. We we went to Charleston, which is like six hours away from here, uh-huh. just so he could see her at the show. And he only went to that show because she had a meet and greet at that show, Ooh. and the Atlanta one didn't have one. And I was like, oh, you're <laughs> you're a stand stand. <laughs> so um, yeah, we we drove out to Charleston to see her, but it was a good time. It was a great show. She performs down, obviously. Yeah, and yeah, I really love JoJo, and I love that she's kind of owning her um, her narrative now because yes. th- that label took her through it. Fuck so. Blackground. Oh man. Right. Fuck all of Blackground, man. They're just trash. Well, they no longer exist, but still. <laughs> well, that's that. Huey, what you been playing on your music box? Uh, well, Isla Juice hey. has definitely been on heavy rotation. Um, this is a uh, well, Dawn, one of my faves, dropped her album New Breeds. Um, and it's a song called Dreams and Converse. Um, on the album so that good. I love, it's so upbeat. Um, and it, it just it makes me happy. Like it it pulled me out of a few sad places this week. Um, and then, um, so although I was not completely satisfied with Rent Life on Fox this past Sunday, um, that I'll cover you reprise just had me this the tears that I was I was done. Um, so I've had that on repeat, emotionally cutting myself. Um, so yeah, that's that. But what you've been listening to, Broski? Alrighty. Um, I feel like these definitely aren't repeat songs, but they're repeat artists because I have my favorites. So number one is probably one of my favorite indie bands ever, Cool Company. They have a song on their most recent EP called um, The Dose Part One, and the song is Voodoo. So check that out. They're one of my favorites. Another one is a guy named Quay, who's from, I think he's from Zimbabwe. I could be wrong. Um, And he has a song on one of his EPs called Little Ones. And that's one of my favorite songs ever. It has a very, it's like a, has like a 90s production behind it. And he's a great vocalist. So check that out as well. And also a good friend of mine, Leon Waldo, on his EP Pariah, the very last song on it is called As I Am. And that's my like second favorite. So I've been playing those kind of heavy in the car over the past week. So make sure you guys check those out. And we'll add them all to the playlist and they'll be up there for y'all to check out if y'all want to see what we be listening to. And yes. That. We're going to add Kevin's Kevin's uh, tracks as well. Yes. Just hey. remind me what they are. Um, <laughs> 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 or I'll, I'll get them when I listen back. There Either we go. Way. There we go. Cool. Alright, so y'all y'all ready to have some fun this week? Oh yeah, yes. I'm excited. What are we talking about, Frank? What are we we talking? talking about my favorite album of all time, which is the greatest album ever made in the history of anything. Um We're talking about Butterfly. Mariah Carey returns with a brilliant new album, Butterfly. Fourteen songs, including Honey. 
And now the brand new single, Butterfly. Mariah Carey, Butterfly, on sound now. This is one of Kelly Price's best albums. Um, um, all right, how do I block you forever? Kevin, don't laugh at his foolishness. Oh, because it's so funny. Oh, man. I mean, Kelly Price used to lay those backgrounds down, though. Okay? It's dead. Down. Right. Prepare down. to fly. Until, man, ch- until I'm still, charming. anytime you need a friend, hell. <laughs> still slay. Sing down. Give Kelly her things. Give Kelly her things. <laughs> but no, so Butterfly was released September 16th, 1997. I was six years old. So. I was too. I had no business listening to Baby Doll, but <laughs> it was about. I was, I was 11. So. You ain't had no business listening to it either. Oh, wow. Well, child. <laughs> I feel like you couldn't tell Kevin that at, at 11. <laughs> you could not. You could not. <laughs> but, uh, so it came out in 97. By 1999, it was already Fat Times Platinum. And what I've been doing is for all the albums that don't have a, a diamond certification, I'm I'm betting on how much is diamond. And I, I'll bet I'll put five on this one that is diamond by now. Yeah, and that's just strictly off of my streams and the fact that I've purchased this album a good two or three times in my lifetime because I've Same. I've lost it when I was a teenager. Uh, you know, bought it again when I got my first car, and now I have another copy somewhere that I can't find. So, how, how much you gonna put on it, Kev? Uh, up to five, no more than five, because we ain't got that much money. <laughs> I that was a big album. I, I'll I'll give it four. You put four on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a big it? album, but I also because of the history. Um, yeah, but we'll get into that. I mean, I feel like in in, in twenty years it could have shipped five million yeah, units. Yeah, I'm that's pretty real. sure. Yeah, at least shipped. Not maybe not sold, but at least shipped. And you're saying worldwide, right? No, you domestic. Just just US. Yeah. Okay, I'm sticking to four. <laughs> you perform. I'm okay. But it, it was such a a a. a Number five, one of the best albums of the 90s from Complex. I mean, come on. And then we got Honey. And then with Streams, come on, man. This shit probably passed Diamond by now. They, they're they just not willing to give her her thing. They don't want to give her her Grammys. No, she just don't care. I mean, that too. I don't I don't understand. It was a big album. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into the... the we already talked we'll about it last week when we discussed J-Dream and how she's not McDonald's. And, you know, this is just... <laughs> You know, the Grammys were never here for the girl. No. Yeah, but, but uh, you got to take Grammys with a grain of salt. It's it's a lot like the justice system. It's like we decide if we like it or not. We don't, Is it fair? Is it unfair? And it just depends on who's on trial. You know what I mean? It's just the Grammys are like that. So it's like they ignore a really huge artist. I mean, they also said that Michael Jackson was a flop during Bad. And so... You know, he was nominated for like eight Grammys and then get one after that great performance of Man in the Mirror. So it's like one of those things like you've had the greatest there and you played him. We saw the Jay-Z thing. All they, in your face. This, yeah. So it's just like, eh, great of salt. Beyonce disrespect. Mm. But, all right. So let's, 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 let's get into that then. So 
there were three Grammy nominations for Butterfly. First for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance, and she lost to Building a uh, Building a Mystery by Sarah Mc- McLaughlin. Do you know that song? No, but I nope. I know she I know she sings the songs on those those commercials with the dogs. In the arms of the, the angel. angel. I thought about uh, I thought about injured animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she said that name. I just got really sad. Right. Yeah, you just uh, wanted to donate ten cents. Butterfly was nominated for that one and lost to, again, Building a Mystery. Again, and it, like I've said in previous episodes, I don't know these songs that that she lost to, for the most part. Some of them I do know. But I don't I don't know this song. Um, I don't know if it's played in a Coles, Marshalls, or TJ Maxx near me. Um, but I do know that Butterfly was iconic. Period. <sighs> uh, then we got... Um, R&B performance, I believe. Uh, nominated for Honey. Uh, she lost to Robert. Kelly. Ugh. Exactly. What um, song was that that year? I Believe I Can Fly. Oh, well, that was a, that you know, was a mega hit. You know, the song, huh? the song that won him back. That was 97? Damn. Well, the 98 Grammys did, so yeah. Oh, wow. I thought, it, I thought that was earlier for him. Wow. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was that was a huge ass. Right. Song. He came out with that song and then everything was fine until a couple years later. Uh, mess. Well, um, I mean, with that though, the buzz wasn't it was still, you know, we didn't have social media yet, so it was yeah. still very much quiet about R. Kelly. We didn't know all of this until the sex tape, which was yeah. like 992,000. Right. Um. <laughs> Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Um, and then it was nominated for female R and B performance, um, and lost to On and On by Erykah Badu. Who? Her a whole tap ass. I I would honestly say I can understand. I believe I can fire, although I don't support that decision. Um, I love On and On, but I would have definitely taken Honey over it just because of of what Honey represented in the terms of of fusing vocals with with hip-hop <sighs> i mean i just okay I get so it, it's it's, t- it's tough though because she already did that with daydream right. so it's like it wasn't like it was like a new thing she had already but it was like let better. us know that um honey honey was great and it was awesome the remix was everything and then bad boy was the hottest thing out in 97 like it was like bad boy you couldn't they were inescapable right like, it was it was one such good a thing that stevie j did Man, I mean, CBJ has some has some things on his boat, but like it was um it was a great moment. But I also know that Erica Badu is was pretty much what SZA is now, where it was like a unique ass sound that people are like, "What yeah. is this?" And that kind of overtook everything because you got to realize Neo Soul wasn't a thing, right? Like she came out and bought this whole new energy, and that I think it was just that impact that happened. And yeah. Baduism was a huge ass album. Oh, too. it is, and that's one thing that's like, uh, like Erica Badu's been one of that, those hard ones. It's like, girl, you you really you really trying me right now. Yeah, and then you said that was for R and B, right? Yeah, female R and B. Yeah, and see, Mariah Carey, you have to understand, Butterfly was really her. Well, Daydream was the beginning, I think, of her tapping on the R and B doors. 
Butterfly was like, okay, I'm here. And then by Rainbow, it was like, listen. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I'm all the way R&B. And so I think it was one of those things where she was still kind of piercing into it. Right. Whereas, like I said, Neo Soul didn't have a category. And it was like, okay, Badu is in there. So the first yeah. two, I'm more or less like, she should have got the first two. But with that one, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't really knock Badu out. Because I remember that year for her. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And I, I, I'll, I'll switch my sense and agree. Because that makes <laughs> a lot more sense. But no, but I get it, though. I mean, Honey was a bop. It was. It was. Um, <laughs> and you also touched on something, too, that I'm going to rearrange uh, how I define some things. So, in the last episode, I said I felt like Daydream was the end of an era. But now, I feel like Daydream, Daydream and Butterfly were an era. Mm-hmm. Where her, that that was her second era. One one was with clothes, one was without. Yeah, <laughs> that's legit. It because much. I I just I had a moment. I think that's how I probably ended up on this show because I had a moment where I listened to all of Mariah Carey's albums in a week. It was like December. I remember <laughs> I was you. Just like, yeah, I remember you yeah. uh, writing that on Facebook. Yeah, I just the whole week I just marinated on each album. And Daydream literally was an R and B bop though. Like Melt Away, come on. <laughs> like oh, so R and B. And then you had like the singles, which were like she was letting you know right then and there what Tommy she wanted to do, but I know what she wanted to do, but Tommy Matola, his yet whack ass, was blocking. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so. Just shorter skirts. That's all. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, because I was listening to him, I was like, "Yeah, the the shift was stronger from Butterfly to Rainbow than it was from Daydream to Butterfly." And that, but then and that's also, also when the divorce was shift. finalized too, though. Right. He's a, yeah. See that behind the scenes stuff is so important to her career. Listen, I'd be really, reading. Mm. Yeah, like her, like her relationships and stuff. Like, is it it lines up? so much because you can see how she was kind of slowly becoming who she wanted to be in in the beginning mm-hmm. and then as they started getting finalized she's like okay full nudity let's do okay, this i'm that bitch um right <laughs> i'm gonna hang out with all these motherfuckers you don't like yeah a lot of her videos did like look like fucking interracial gangbangs though because oh that, Kevin! that honey remix Kevin! i was like listen <laughs> Why can't a girl Did just hang? Not? Why can't a girl just hang out with her me with her men's? It looks like an interracial gangbang. Oh my god, the honey remix video! All them niggas, come on! Listen, and you know what's so funny about that is that I one thousand percent believe she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew the kind of anger that this would this would fuel for Tommy Mottola because of the things that we've heard about him in like the documentaries and the biographies and stuff. Um, about how he would act when like Jermaine Dupri and the brat would come, you know, when all her little ghetto friends would come and make music. And mm-hmm. I feel like she knew exactly what she was doing with this stuff. Like mm, she knew, exactly. she knew she wanted to make this kind of music and she knew if she had this kind of image where she's dancing, having a good time with all these, you know, with all these guys that it would just light him on fire. But that's why he came for her doing glitter. Yeah. Like that's why he did all that behind the scenes shit with J Lo and shit. But this is not that episode. I'll leave it alone. Who? But like it was it was deep. And also her fans. Her fans wanted her to deny a part of herself. They wanted her to just operate as she was white. And she's like, No, I'm biracial. <laughs> and I love R and B music. Mm-hmm. Right. Hence why I sneak a cover on every album so y'all know. <laughs> but And these rap boys. I like these rap boys too. Right. Like 
she she had an ear for that stuff and so it was kind of yeah it was like a f you to the image that was constructed for her she did what whitney houston wanted to do i mean no it's not it's really no shade but it's it's true you know like yeah mariah, she, she, she broke away from the image constructed for her right and yeah. mariah was always i think she will always be known more as an artist when it comes to that you know like great no shade to whitney houston but whitney houston will always be known as the voice but mariah is an, right. an artist but i mean mariah also wrote that's what yeah, yeah that's what i mean this but overall like you know whether it's the songwriting or just the image that she puts out there like she knew exactly what she wanted to you know put out there for herself yeah she she became her own boss like i don't i don't ever i've never seen mariah as someone who has handlers you know what i mean like she mm. did with tommy matola but if you think whitney you always think of clive davis right. you know for the longest time it was when it was beyonce it was matthew knows and then she got rid of him mm-hmm. like when you think of certain people britney spears is her father they all have handlers mariah carey got rid of her handlers right and she's like, this is my career. I'm controlling it. I do what I want. And she gets a lot of flack for it, but it's actually very commendable because it's like, you got to take control of your career and your image and what you want to do. Definitely. Right. And, and then, I mean, Honey comes and then like Honey came out. She no longer married to Tommy Mottola. And then it's like, bam, debut at number one. So now she got three songs that debut at number one. And she's the only person that got three songs to debut at number one. So it's like you can't even say that that was the reason why she was so successful because she proved that she could be successful without him. Yep. In control. And and that was just, I mean, she's just breaking records. Like it was nothing. Like, oh, yeah. And, it, and it's more than that. I mean, it's like sales is one thing. And I mean, I know we like to talk about sales when it comes to artists, but you so know, sales a lot, only a lot of t- up until like the early two thousands, right? And but then even once but even internet came out, it was like right. No but I think what Mariah is, Mariah is an actual talented person. So yes. beyond beyond sales, because anybody can get sales. I tell people, MC Hammer got sales, <laughs> Vanilla Ice got sales. So it's like you have to be careful with that. Mariah Carey is talented though. And I think it, what it is, is we're seeing that her talent stood the test of time more than anything else. Anybody can sell records. Soldier Boy is the most vain person ever right now because of that whack ass shit he released 12, 13 years ago. <laughs> it doesn't make him talented. Right. It just made nice. him, he hit at the right time. And so it sells, it's great and it's wonderful, it's dope to brag about, but it, t- it comes down to talent. Mariah Carey can sing, she can write brilliantly, like <laughs> she, like, she is one of the one of the best writers ever in my opinion like she's up there with diane warren if you ask me she just does it for herself and And so i think that she should have been inducted into the songwriters hall of fame i think she will be before jermaine dupree was but hey that's just my opinion anyway (laughs) she will she will be but you know it's easier for producers to get in there first because of how vast their reach is right so yeah but i mean the vocabulary like she has, it's, it's so many big words emblazoned on my mind because of Mariah Carey. Right? She's the only one who does that. I can't think of anybody else who uses big words in their music. And adverbs. And I like convincingly. <laughs> An adverb is a word. Listen, that she knows her English. Verb and she was going to be a teacher if she wasn't a singer. Listen, she knows her words. She knows her words, she knows her melodies. All of that. Yeah. Um, second single from the album was Butterfly, which still puts me in my bag every time. Oh my god. Um, 
and again, genius, because it was supposed to be just that that house mix, that up tempo one. And she was like, "I'm gonna go ahead and make this into a ballad and yeah, write the everything. words that I want this nigga to say to me that he probably never will." And <laughs> lo and behold, I feel like Butterfly was like a part two of "Always Be My Baby." Because if you look at the lyrics, it's the same concept. Like, if you leave, that's fine. But if you come back to me, we know it's real. And I'm like, hmm. It's like almost like a continuation. If you look at the lyrics of it, it's all about... She's all about releasing yeah. things and having them come back. And I've noticed yeah, that. Right. And oh, like, she huh. can reinvent very well. I never thought of it that and way. Then, but that's, that's actually yeah. a really interesting... Um, just the concept. I'd never thought of Butterfly as a part two to anything. But I believe it. I, I think it is... Um, a part two to well because it's, it's the same idea of, of of a love kind of ending and it's right. like if you should return to me right we should we should be meant to be and i'm like the same thing with always be my baby it's like you know i don't want to see you go but you'll always be mine and it's just like interesting i don't know which still yeah. sounds a little stalkerish to me and makes me really <laughs> uncomfortable when they can say that to me like no i won't always be right your nigga. this we is called an end for a reason <laughs> i am not yours anymore right. ain't no always right this is the end of the road motherfucker now I don't know where to place this, but I feel like it's important to note because it also came out the same year, or at least a year later. There was a whole Butterfly Part Two, and it was it came out by another group by the name of Allure, <laughs> which was Mariah Carey's group. They had I'll a tell you, with Allure. They had er, an her, album called Butterfly. No, they, they had an album that was a, a bunch of Mariah Carey B sides, and oh. I listened to it. It is amazing. Like they literally took. You hear Mariah Carey's arrangements, you hear her lyrics, you hear her stylings, but it's actually a group singing them. This was her group on Crave Records. I do remember, yes. Yep, that was her record label. And literally, they're singing songs. Even their features like Nas and Rekwon and LL Cool J, that that was from Mariah Carey's clout. And so I listen to this album to this day because it's a great R&B album. But if you, it sounds just like Mariah, like the backgrounds. I would recommend listening to Last Chance. When you hear Last Chance, you're going to be like, how is this not a Mariah Carey song? I'll definitely give that a chance. (laughs) But I remember when they released um, their cover of All Cried Out, which is um, a cover from Lisa Lisa and Cold Jam. Mm -hmm. And I think Mariah is actually singing background on that song. Oh, the whole album sounds like that. Yeah. The whole album sounds like that. It's four girls. And it's I'm like, these are all Mariah Carey B-sides. Like, she legit said, oh, I'm not using any of these songs. Here, you guys do that. <laughs> and they're good songs. I'm sure. But, but they, it sounds like a Mariah Carey album, and it came out, I think, the same year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Me so that's Butterfly Part 2. <laughs> we getting into that tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, man. And then the next three singles, Break Down the Roof and My All, epic, classic, phenomenal. Oh, my God. Uh, what i love about it is do you guys see all the videos in your head yes yes i don't see any sarah mclaughlin videos in my head see what <laughs> none, i mean like there's a thing about eras and i don't mean to bring beyonce in this but why how you can't avoid it it's the same when beyonce didn't win album of the year for self-title yep. it was mm. like no one fucking knew back like no one knew what that was about like everybody was saying surfboard everybody saw that pink lettering on that black background everyone saw every video everyone knew about the whole movement you can't say it was an album of the year because it impacted culture well mm. mariah carey you know every era Era. another artist who does that janet jackson you know every yes. era 
And that is impact. It's more than just sounding good. It's actually being able to memorize and say, I can see all of those videos you just mentioned right now in my head by you just saying them. Yep. Yeah, and I also want to know that this album gave me the videos of hers that I actually like. All the ones before, and I'm like, oh, this is cute. <laughs> yeah, the other ones were real floaty. Like she I wasn't wouldn't really have ordered you on the box. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the box three one seven. Mama, right? Can I order um, no! was blocked. They blocked. You ain't paying two ninety nine for a video. Two ninety nine. My God. <laughs> That's a lot of money for a music video. <laughs> Better wait for it to come on so somebody else dumbass can buy it. I, okay, so quick story. I was like, okay. <laughs> so before Destiny's Child, I was a stand for 702. We talked I, about them last week as well. We talked I about Stilo. Okay, Stilo. <laughs> so we didn't get cable. We didn't get cable until I was during Butterfly. I, didn't, I was 11 turning 12 when we got cable. Stilo had already come and gone. That came out like 95. Mm-hmm. And I remember we got cable where Get It Together was still coming on, which was their second single. Yep, yep, yep. But the Stilo video never came on again. But I remember it being on the box. And I like I all I wanted, like I was like, hey, can I please order this video just so I can see that my mom's like, no. And I never saw it. Do you know I never saw that video again until I was like in high school? What? <laughs> And and now here's the thing I watch it on YouTube all the time just because I was deprived as a kid. I was just like, oh my! I remember that's all I wanted. All I wanted was to see the Stilo video, and it was just like I, it never came on. But I remember on the box it was the the number was one eight zero. I'll never forget that. You better remember. And I'll be like, I just want that video to come on. I just want to see Stilo. I just want to see Stilo. But yeah, seven hundred two was my group. Okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're saying something else. Sorry, I'm bad. Um, <laughs> I was thinking. Still. No, okay, so so now let's get into the violent portion of the episode. Well, favorite three songs. Oh man, Mr. Kevin, sir. Oh man, let me go first. Okay. I'm so scared. All right, my favorite three songs are the three B's: Baby Doll, Butterfly, and Breakdown. Woo! Okay. I knew one of them though. I knew I knew Breakdown was Kevin's favorite Mariah yeah, song. Breakdown is that's honestly probably one of my favorite Mariah Carey songs of all time. Really. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing song. It's it's vulnerable, and I think it really covers the feelings you go through when you're like going through a breakup. Oh. It does, and I mean, I don't know how many pockets she was in on that song, but she was snug in each and every one of them. Just mm. <laughs> <laughs> on this song alone, pitches on her full flow. Like, excuse me. <laughs> Oh man! I guess I'm trying to be that's a love excuse me. And those ad libs at the end. Oh my god! Just... I scream those in the car every chance I get. You have to, right? Like oh, that's I lip sync my life of being off a to lamb. <laughs> Thou shall scream. Oh my god. How do I feel? <laughs> I love it. All right, let's 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 uh let's turn this around. What are your least favorite tracks on the album? Oh, we're going right into that. Yep. Okay, yes. my least favorite are "Close My Eyes," "Outside," and "Beautiful One." Oh my god! And "Beautiful Ones," I really am salty about. I didn't need it at all, and I'll tell you why. The Prince version was completely fine. 
And if she was going to redo it, it should have been by herself. Drew Hill just didn't give it to me. I think it was a, it was because they were popular. And I'm just like, I don't know. They just slowed. The, the song is already slow. And it was just like, it felt slower. <laughs> and I was like, can y'all get these lyrics out, please? I just, nah, it, it just didn't suit me. But the rest of the album is lit. Though. Why don't you like And I don't outside. hate these songs. I, I don't. Okay. So listen, I don't dislike outside or close my eyes i only dislike beautiful ones but you guys said at least three so the other songs on the album weren't going on this list at all <laughs> so i had to really be like okay what are my three least favorite but close my eyes and outside are both fine songs but i had to choose three. Oh man all right huey what, what, what do you got over there <laughs> okay <laughs> so my favorite three songs he's gonna he's gonna kill me are the beautiful ones <laughs> <laughs> because and oddly enough and we've talked about this before i'm not a big fan of mariah carey covers just in general because he doesn't but like good this things. one like i was saying before i was so really interrupted this one <laughs> is one of my favorites i love the original and i also love drew hill and I love how Mariah can get on a song with four niggas and still, like, show her ass. Like, <laughs> I'm the only woman here to the realest nigga in the room. Like, <laughs> I have to re-listen to it. I just, I always want to skip it. She did that with Boys to Men. She was like, y'all are cute, but I'm here. Yeah, it but listen. It takes four y'all I'm saying, but Wanye is still nobody to play with. Oh, no. <laughs> And it's not a slight to their talent at all, but yeah, okay. I just love the, the the bossiness of it. And it's not even intentional. It's just like, she's that bitch. She um, likes niggas. I mean, but I think they, they sang down on that song, and that song always just like hits me. It's, it's, it's just a beautiful that song. It um, is. So I love the Prince version is still king. Like, it's just, uh, I'm sorry. Purple Rain, it's just, it's, I think it's just one of those soft spots. A Purple Rain is an album. <laughs> That is that that is a masterpiece in an episode. Definitely yeah. in my my uh one of my Horcrux albums, as I call it. Um, <laughs> next favorite song is going to be Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Um, I love and Multiway we talked about part it two last week too, talking about <laughs> underneath the stars. Number one, I was like, you mean underneath the stars, older, sexier brother? Number one, number one. <laughs> I like underneath the stars better. <laughs> Um, I like the arrangement better. However, this song does definitely give me like older sister vibes. I just wish the arrangement was a little bit more similar to Underneath the Stars, but I'm happy with what I got. Um, it's definitely a vibe. It's a mood. Um, there have been two Fourth of Julys when I fantasized about that song being a reality, and it was not. Um, and I don't know what America is because this song is clearly the reason why it's a holiday. Um, same as she went to Christmas. <laughs> and then last but not least, the roof, because I'm a bird and I'm so off the realness. I mean, mob, mob deep. I mean, it's like, come on. It's, it's time to hit a liberated. Like, excuse me, like, sis. It was already And that video, <laughs> that video was like probably like the most anti Mariah video. Yeah, it, was, it was just it was just grimy yeah well i mean okay. compared to everything else that was like all safe and cutesy and mm-hmm. you know i'm just gonna be um bopping around in a hoodie and in a flannel 
uh, it's, somewhere. It's, uh, it's very reminiscent of what Ariana's trying to do today. <laughs> very much. Where it's like these hard lefts. You know, yeah. Polly Pocket every does time. her thing every now and then. But <laughs> what are your three least favorites? Time for Huey to break our hearts. Actually, I won't be breaking your heart. Well, actually, I will. <laughs> Let's do it. I actually, will. So Let's do it. And again, um, unlike previous albums, I didn't care for the ballads on this album, which is weird because the earlier ones, I like the ballads. This one, Whenever You Call, a beautiful song, very well written. It can go. Uh, Close My Eyes. It's cute. And outside. Hey, oh my see? Bam. <laughs> I need oh. an adult because I do not feel safe. <sighs> and oh man. The one thing about out the uh thing about outside is looking in was so uh that getting to the outside is like, okay, this isn't as heavy. But so every every striking. last track is like autobiographical, right? Like it that's, is. That's, she always does that, so it's kind of like where she's at, at that time. Right? But looking again, something about looking is just like pedals. We we we'll get into those later. But looking in is just like the the ultimate Mariah Carey album closer for me because it's number one that fucking piano and it's just so 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 haunting and uh, the other ones just like they they're dull in comparison to that one. Oh man, to me. But I will go on record and say that Butterfly is my second favorite Mariah Carey album. As it should be. Therefore, um, these were all hard decisions to make. Yes, because he loves Noisebox a lot. So I can understand why Butterfly would be number two. Well, Music Box is actually number three. Oh. So Butterfly does rank higher than that. Oh, I thought you said No, no, I lied. Music Box was number four. Daydream was number three. Oh, okay. So you got me second guessing myself. I remember oh, my rankings. All right, okay. <laughs> I thought I thought Music Box was your number one and only. Um No. Okay. Um I said on the episode it was number four. Number four. <laughs> all right, now it's it. my turn. Um all right. So Is it my turn to leave? Okay. <laughs> Do you know what he said about under? He don't like underneath the stars. We, we, we talked oh, about it. It's not that I don't like it. I just don't play it enough, and it just reminds me of Fourth of July, and I like Fourth of July better. Um. Anyway, my favorite <laughs> tracks of this amazing album. One is the roof because that's probably the dopest song she's ever made. Like and. For her to sound that comfortable on a fucking mob deep track, come on. Can you imagine if she actually was did something over cream like she wanted to? Yeah, be lit. I, I mean, Mariah has at this point she has been over a lot of rap beats. She has, and but, she's shown us her versatility. But yeah, it would have been everything had she did something over cream. While I was coming up, I would have creamed. I would have been trade. It's like I, I just I would have I would have came out. I'm trade. Give me some Tims. Give me a Scully, and a, and a fitted. 
You know, I only top, mm-hmm. don't touch my ass. Yeah. It is what it is. I feel like this is definitely a trade album, but I actually when I when yes. when I wrap up my my phase and my lease, I'm gonna share with you guys a I made a list. This is a little bit something, a little bit of a surprise. I made a list of the things you can do while listening to Butterfly. We're just gonna run through it right <laughs> quick. Um but we'll get we'll get into it after I list my you know, continue listing my faves and my least faves. So number two is Breakdown because Breakdown is my favorite Mariah song. It is the dopest concept. The fact that she hopped on Bone Thugs and Harmony's style and flow without sounding like a wannabe. And, Speak on it. And, and gave us not only an amazing performance vocally, the lyrics, the, the, the fact that almost anybody, pretty much everyone, can relate to this type of feeling. Gr- greatest song. More fucking pockets than cargos. Like, what's... Greatest, greatest <laughs> fucking song ever. Like, how, we've all been in that situation where he's like, I just can't wait to go home, close that door, and just let it all fucking out. And I've and I've been experiencing that since I was fucking fifteen years old. Come on, mm. so yeah, breakdown's the greatest. And number three, and because it's gonna be, it's hard. Um, my my favorite third song is outside because it helped me come out. Oh, oh, not feel bad. No, don't feel bad. Don't. You you said ain't nothing to feel bad about. Kevin. That's his story. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I still say it's the least favorite shit. It, <laughs> and one of my favorite things about Outside is that I learned over the years that other, um, you know, other lambs, other uh, people that love, you know, this album said the same thing, whether it helped them deal with like biracial issues or, you know, come out to their parents and stuff. This song, I kind of played it on repeat during, you know, during my moments, you know, not to go too far away from what we're talking about but when i came out it took like a three-day process where i didn't sleep for three days and all i really had was just music to kind of help me get by and just listening to that song made me feel like you know damn like you're not the only one that feels this way obviously mariah carey isn't a gay man um that we know of but it just it just made me she, feel she, embra- she embraced it she did yeah she had she did. my see my, mine came an album later with can't take it away from me that's always gonna be the one that i cried to because that was i mean because that one you felt it like man so right i get you oh all right so now it's time for my least faves and i mm. y'all probably not gonna like me for this but it's not because i think any of these songs are bad because i think this album is perfect um all right, so number one is Fourth of July, and that's only because you hate R and B. It's all right. Don't in nice things. Don't try in nice things. Don't tr- <laughs> <laughs> it's Fourth of July because as a kid, I used to skip it because I didn't like the glittery chimes in the beginning. Um, but that was just as a kid, and yeah, as I as I became a teenager, I I started listening to it. And I was like, oh, this is dope. Um, so that's that. Uh, number two is the flyaway butterfly reprise because I felt spread your wings and prepare to fly. Oh man! Yes. And the only reason I'm picking this is just because I felt that the song should have been a little bit longer. And I felt that it could have been like a, a different song as far as like the structure of it. Like I felt like there could have been more um, lyrics to it, but I love the vibe of it because it's 
like it's gay as fuck, but it's I'm awesome. The cunt jumps out. Say what? I said the cunt jumps out. It, it, listen, and then it, and then it cries right when outside is being played. Um, <laughs> and then my last one would be whenever you call, only because I really really like the duet with Brian McKnight. Was that on number ones? Yep, that was on number ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much that. But I love her version as well. I just I like the one with Brian better because I felt that it it sounded better as a duet. Mm. Another yeah. side note: I have this theory that you ain't shit if you don't have a duet with either Mariah or Mary J. Blige. They literally have worked with every rapper, every R and B singer in their careers. Think about it. True. Yeah. Like. Every rapper has to cross one of them at some point in their career, and it cracks me <laughs> up. Sometimes it's split down the middle. Sometimes, like Drake has Drake hasn't worked with Mariah, but everybody has worked with either or. Oh, sample, yeah, but not as far as like being on the track. But I mean, she's worked with YG. But like, think about Mary and Mariah. Every rapper has to cross some kind of line with them. Yeah, like, they are like <laughs> the line you have to. It's, it, it cracks me up. Yeah, like, either you gonna take this hook or you gonna give me a verse, bitch. Which one? <laughs> it's just how it goes. It's how how it goes baby if you give it to me i give it to you i know what you want yeah <laughs> i will climb up mountain high so yes. touch the sky <laughs> then, what was it k i s s me and i just want to make that was my favorite song in the world because everybody was playing jada kiss at that time and when that song came out i was like oh my god my favorite singers on a song with jada kiss um and she that was another video where she i'm not going to say what kevin said earlier but she was around all them in a racial gangbang (laughs) she was around all the hood boogers in that in that video two in a pink one in a stink you know (laughs) oh (laughs) <laughs> the shocker Eddie, holes and holes oh stop it this is not <laughs> <laughs> I learned two in the city one in the shitty <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never heard that before <laughs> me neither but it's a who that's funny oh man so I made a list of things you can do while two in the grass scene. one in the ass <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> we were some horrible ass children. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. So, yeah. So, I made a list of things you can do while listening to Butterfly because this is very much Ooh, like. Two in the grass, one in the ass. Wait, what? Baby doll. <laughs> there, there you go. I, we're going we're gonna to get to that because um, this is very much a multi purpose album. So, yes. just walk with me. Walk with me while I say these things. Um, you can fuck your man. You can flirt with a man. You can fantasize about a man. You can smoke weed with your man, break up with your man, reconcile, marry, or divorce. You can dance with your man. You can cheat on your man. You can cry, be happy. You can self love. Shout out to, you know, self love over there. You can. Ooh, there goes my shirt. <laughs> what what song head. are we self loving to? Uh, oh, my. What song can you not self love to? Like, Honey, 
close my oh, eyes. It's two eleven, and I'm stressed and watching TV in, in my, my hotel suite. Oh, yeah, see, I can, I, I can hey. see that one, right? I check my service every second at two ten. You're still having called oh, me. No no no, 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 no. So I'm gonna leave my cell phone turn on by my first by the bed. Listen. And before I fall asleep, I guess I just check my go check, check it one, one more time. time. I can't Also, she hasn't worked with Timberland of like until caution, right? It was like a big gap. Say what? Tim wasn't that a Timberland production? No, she Missy. never worked with Timberland until caution. It was just Missy. Okay, so on caution is when she worked with Okay. Yeah. But yes. Who produced it then? Missy produced Baby Doll? Missy did. Uh, I think Missy produced Baby Doll, I think. Yeah, and Stevie J. Yes. Yeah, Stevie J. See, Stevie J. He knew what he was doing. He did Breakdown. He did um, Baby Doll. And I think he did Honey, right? Mm. Oh, yep. I'm seeing it right here. Steven Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. And you can do all those things. You can Vogue to this album. You can reflect and you can clean your house. Mm-hmm. I was going. I was about to say, <laughs> you know, clean that tub up. Get around that toilet. Um, Don't be a nasty hoe. You can hook up with actually- Trade. I would throw some demon dick to the roof. I actually would. Yes, demon dick. De- Can I sign up? <laughs> um, it's just—it's very intriguing. It's intriguing. I'm intrigued. I'm sorry. I, I would throw some demon dick to, to that. I'm intrigued. Um, baby doll, if you let me love you, if I if I love you enough, um, you know, I might, you know, go a couple rounds with a fleet bob for you, the baby doll. Oh my god! And as long as it's not like scary and like really, really big, Um, (laughs) okay. Because then that's means you won't have to fly away. And it's like that one is not beautiful. Um, (laughs) I don't want your honey. Keep it inside, right? You'll need Um, you'll need your honey emblazoned over your skin. Ebo shy. If it's emblazoned, you might need an antibiotic. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. And I'm I'm sorry, honey. To me, is still about uh, getting cummed on. I'm sorry. That's fair. I say I think we've all been in that situation before. So I think we're old enough to realize what she was going through or what she was fantasizing. So with Derek Jeter, um, well, in the dugout or the nappy dugout or cute yeah. Because y'all know that's why her and Tommy broke up in the first place. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was more because Mariah had her hood friends over during Always Be My Baby, and then when the, <laughs> I mean, when the, but then also he was twenty years older than her. That's, yeah, so it's like, that and then once once Escape came to the house to record that remix with the brat, he was like, "Oh fuck this, man! All oh, these black people, I can't." Right? Yeah, this old controlling ass man. Nah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Candy and Tiny just acted a damn fool during that. <laughs> Don't do that. Do do do. Did I do? You can hear candy all over that damn remix. Like, Didn't I say that last up. week? You did. Did I not? <laughs> Every man was a woman. <laughs> do no thing. I can't. Uh, so yeah, any final words on Butterfly? Uh-huh. Did you guys rank them? Is that was that a part of it? What the, the ranking the album? Oh yeah, I, I said mine for me is number two. Yeah, for me this Out of her is discography. This will always be number one. This number three for me. Ooh, what's your number one? You're gonna be shocked by well, you're not you're not gonna be shocked by number one, but you'll be shocked by number two. Number one is Emancipation. Ooh, okay, we're um, on the same page. 
But number two, though, is a shocker. It's actually Memoirs of Imperfect Angel. Oh, you a hood motherfucker. <laughs> well, that, 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 and I also base it on how, what albums can I listen to every single track and know the most tracks off of it? Mm. And Memoirs was a bop. Like, there it were was. so many songs on that album that I absolutely loved. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's a clear number two. Mm. <laughs> it, just, it just is. It was a good album for me. <laughs> she talked a lot. She talked her shit. She did. Listen. Ain't no donuts. Ain't no coffee. What? I should crack oh. you upside your forehead. <laughs> well, listen. Come on. Candy bling. What? Come on now. Yeah. And <laughs> what, what I love from Emancipation to Mimi on is how she was like, I'm rich, bitch. Like, the fuck? Yeah. I have money, and, and I'm going to think about my money like the rappers rap about theirs. Mm-hmm. And all these sh- trips, my shoes, sipping in my crystal loose, and I'm getting all cute for oh, you, baby. baby. Hey, see, I'm playing that tonight. And also, <laughs> on top of that, I love that now she don't even give, like, now she's like, I'm just going to cuss at you hoes. I spent these 30 years giving you big words. Now, just get the fuck out. Just get the fuck you? out. All right. It's a no-no. Fuck no, out. No, fuck no, out. No. <laughs> like, I love it. Go stay with your homeboys. She says she's writing a book. I'm so excited. She did yes. say she's doing the memoir. And I, you need to watch the uh, the uh, documentary. Kevin. Kevin Dwayne. I watched a couple of them, though. No. On YouTube? No, 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 Kevin Dwayne. You need to listen or watch this shit on YouTube. Her brother and her sister interviewed for this shit. It's called Mariah, the Diva, the Demons, the Drama. It is the funniest shit in the world because there are dramatic reenactments. Oh. And I get my life every time I watch it. That's where the quote, well, I'm not McDonald's Tommy comes from. The demon, the, the who? The diva, the, the demons, who? the drama. The diva, the demons, the drama. <laughs> Tonight on a and It's more like a BBC. BGC? What? Black I said BBC. <laughs> is that the British channel? Yeah. No. <laughs> the British Broadcast Channel, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's BBC. Big Black Clock. Big Black Clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why I made sure I uh, uh, said which one. Yeah, it's the yeah, BBW. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Oh. <laughs> it's so appropriate to have Kevin on this because this was Mariah's, like, you know, just shutting all types of of you know innocent image and kevin is is someone that's very very secure in his in his person so this is this is just my awesome. hold him yeah i get it <laughs> <laughs> i get it i get it Child. this is fun oh i love this show it's a great show <laughs> i'm so glad to have had this conversation about my favorite album with two of my favorite people mm-hmm. this is definitely my favorite episode so far you said that last week well, we I didn't mean, record this one yet. So see, it grows with time. Hashtag demon dick. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm off my Zolov, so like everything's starting to flow like it's supposed to now. Because before it was like it wasn't even Casper the friendly ghosting for me. And God is good. Oh, Ebo Shy out of my high. Robo Kashati. It was very embarrassing. Um, Wait a minute, this has a lot of parts to it. Okay. (laughs) 2008, one hour, 33 minutes. Okay, I see a part one. I see a part two, part four. Okay. Wait, no, it should be all in one thing. 
Oh, I, I, it looks like somebody ripped it and reposted what they thieving asses. Oh no! See, this is this is the thing about YouTube. Y'all can't even get your own views from your own content. You gotta steal other people's shit. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. <laughs> I watched it. Though. I watched them at the top. Hmm. That's so weird. But yes, yeah, so, I'm gonna look it up right now. So, <laughs> why y'all looking at up? What y'all gotta say to Mariah? I would like to thank Mariah for number one teaching me not teaching me to ignore a loud bitch aka Nicki minaj teaching me how to act in the presence of someone who's feeling themselves too much to only be in the industry for such a short time because i think she just read her for filth who you know i just thank you for teaching me that i don't know her sometimes you just gotta say i don't know her so thank you mariah i appreciate you all right well <laughs> too much <laughs> don't know don't know don't know what she's saying i didn't know she's saying i thought she rapped right i didn't know she sang. i thought she rapped oh my god i'll just say i'll just say mariah thank you for fucking writing and singing your ass off on this perfect ass album because this will give me life death and resurrection for the rest of my life and I would say that it is never too late for you to give me something over the cream beat. It's just never too late. That's true. Release, get, yeah, give us those unreleased albums. Give us, give us all those tracks. And yeah, also, did Mace get hard when you were sitting in his lap? He seemed like he was hard. <laughs> I don't know. Mace looked like he had a hard on while she was sitting on his lap. I just want to know. Mm. I cannot. Did he give you demon dick, girl? Did he give you demon dick? <laughs> While the roof was playing in the background. <laughs> I'm never going to lift that down, clearly. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's a hashtag. <laughs> Every selfie you post, I'm going to put hashtag demon. You going to get him in trouble? Woo-hoo. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man. I wish I knew who was. Excuse me. See? Um, and hey, if it's true, it's true. And you know, if if... If I sling it and they come out not being a demon, hey, people are entitled to their experience. The road to hell is paved with good intention. With good, de- oh, anyway, or or demon dick, right. even sharp, <laughs> you know, works out. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, Mister Kevin, tell them where they can find you at again. <laughs> you all can find me at the World of Kevin on all streaming platforms. Um, check out my podcast, The Outline Podcast. You can find that at kevindewayne.com or any streaming platform, Spotify, Apple, and all that good shit. I look forward to hearing from you all. Long pause. <laughs> and you can always catch me on the Twitter and Instagram at Baby Huey, B-A-E-B-Y-H-U-E-Y. And check me out on Boys Love Beyonce. And Chapter 2 of the web series on Amazon Prime and Candida web series on YouTube. Which is super cute. Get your act on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, the first time I talked to Huey, I, I was like, I, it was also flirty shit. I think you were on Gay Side Stories. And I was like, who is this fine ass nigga? <laughs> and we started following <laughs> each other. Was. Like, I legit said that. I was like, um, who is this fine nigga? And you, he was like, you the fine one. And we started following each other. <laughs> That's exactly how that happened. <laughs> oh, man. Why do I feel like that was all of our interactions? I don't know if I did that with Huey, but I definitely did that with Kevin. I was like, someone's been looking yeah. like a handsome daddy these days. 
That's just what we do. We just be, just be flirting and shit and collaborating. Flirting and collaborating. And, 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 and beautiful, beautiful content. It's just like Mariah and Diddy and the boys. Yes, interracial gangbang. Oh, oh, God. That's the other hashtag. Oh. <laughs> And Frankie, where can they find you at? You guys can find me on Twitter at Frankie L. Rivera, Instagram Frankie.L.Rivera, photography Instagram underscore box guy, and Snapchat Frankie.Rivera. Make sure you guys listen to What About Your Friends every week, every Tuesday. At least it should be every Tuesday. Um, yeah. And we should. <laughs> um, yeah, the episode should be up by, by now. But um, yeah, also make sure you guys get tickets to our live show February 9th at the CT Comedy Theater in Hartford at 7 p.m. Uh, it's going to be a Valentine's Day themed episode and we're going to try to have some fun with it. So come out, let's have a good gay time and I'll see you guys at the show. And, um, you know, if all things go well, you know, I have a ticket to be there. So what? You know. No, um, I'm going to cry. Demon dick in the building. Kevin! (laughs) (laughs) Cut off Kevin's mic right now. (laughs) Turn sick down. Somebody all the way up. Um, (laughs) Oh, quick question before we get out of here. Um, Mr. Kevin, sir. Yes. uh, Would you say that the bodyguard and glitter are equal when it comes to film quality? Yes or no? Oh, the movie themselves? Yes. Oh, they're both terrible films. Okay, just making sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just making sure I wasn't The soundtracks were lit, though. (laughs) Yes, the soundtrack's amazing. Oh, yeah, both films are terrible. But, yeah, okay. As long as I was, I was feeling very alone in my assessment. Oh, no, Bodyguard was trash. (laughs) Okay. There's no no avoiding that. I mean, Razzie nominated and rightfully so. Man, hey, but the music was the music was was strong. Yeah, I mean, and I I I enjoy watching Glitter, you know, and I enjoy watching The Bodyguard. But like I said before, we're not going to pretend like they're cinematic masterpieces. <laughs> no, they're just cult classics. Exactly, pretty much. That's exactly what it is. Pretty much. So yeah, it's been great having you, man. Appreciate the t- taking out the time to come on and talk to us and 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 endure my ratchetness and all of that. We really appreciate you, man. No, it's an honor. I'm happy to be on the show. I think this is a great show. I love stuff Thank that's you. music related. So this is awesome. Thank you. Thank this you, Kevin. This one and, and the doors open. You can always butterfly your ass back in whenever you want. Just let us know. Depo shy. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, fly away, butterflies. We out of here. Peace.